It's the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets yet, Jack Wagon. This is the Fade Five Podcast. Uh, Brad, the big noise, Evans, uh, raising the decibel level here alongside the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. We got the NHL postseason. We got the NBA postseason. We got a full slate of Major League Baseball games, so let's not hesitate at all let's not be reluctant let's hop aboard the honk honk plus buzz straight away here on this friday edition of the fade five podcast and uh, if you're not familiar with the plus bus uh we buy a ticket uh on it routinely here on this program this is our favorite longer odds wager of the day plus 100 or even money or greater a uh, lundy I will give you the honor, my mm. good man. Uh, who are you a front seat passenger on this evening? Well, I hope everybody jumped on the plus bus with me yesterday. I know we did not have a podcast, but if you were watching the great and talented Tim Murray and Sean King on VEASAN, oh, my boy. You, saw, you saw yeah. me jump on there with the guys, and I said, by the way, guys, this was kind of a parting shot that I gave them. I said, one of my favorite bets on the night was for the Lakers to have the lead at halftime and Denver to come back and win it. That was at plus 390. Woo! And we Hot nailed damn. that one yesterday, which means I'm I'm royally screwed today. Yeah. So just pay yeah. no attention to what I've got. But that was a nice paycheck uh, to be able to cash last night. Brad, I'm going to take us on the plus bus on a three-legger in the MLB. Mm. All I need is money line winners here. First, we're going to do the Texas two-step. Give me the Astros and give me the Rangers. Rangers are hosting the Colorado Rockies. Houston is against <laughs> the A's uh, of Oakland. Uh-huh. So we've got those two, but oh, the plus number wasn't good enough for me. So I went ahead as the brew crew will travel down to America's Wang. They will take on Tampa Bay. So give me Tampa Bay as well in that. So Houston, Texas, Tampa, all three on the money line in the MLB for us this evening, plus 182 over at DK. Oh, that's a spicy meatball, my man. I like that quite a bit. We're going to have more action on a couple of games that you just tossed out here momentarily. Uh, my plus plus uh, action of the night is Seiya Suzuki Konnichiwa of Chicago Cubs, a Japanese import, I believe. He's got to knock in a run. I just need one ribby against the Philadelphia Phillies. And look at the juice there. Oh, yeah. Work those shoulders at plus 200 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, the Cubs are really sucking right now. They draw five straight games. All of a sudden, the St. Louis Cardinals, who we were pointing fingers and mocking and laughing at, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, they're ahead of the Cubs right now in the NL Central, believe it or not, after last night's action. But when you look at Suzuki and what he's done this season, 13 for 33 with eight RBI and a 990 OPS against left-handed pitching. And who was uh, taking them out for Philadelphia? Well, it's none other than Ranger Suarez, who is a Southpaw, and I do not know that in Spanish. Uh, Suzuki, two for three with a triple against Suarez and limited action. He's seen him in, and Suarez's season, you look at that ERA, it's unsightly at 6.75. He's been rather unlucky based on the bad bid numbers, based on the XFIP, which is at 2.85. So there is an ERA reduction bound to come eventually, but uh, why I like this, uh, A, Suzuki and all the success he's had against lefties, B, the limited success he's had against Suarez, and C, the fact that Suarez has given up a 46.7 
line drive percentage. That's one of the worst in baseball. So when guys are making contact, it's generally of the laser variety. So around uh, first base, and then immediately go back, say a Suzuki, uh, because you, you already scored an RBI. Or you can round all the bases. Hit one over the fence. You're on a home run streak right now. It doesn't matter how you get. Sack fly. I'll take it. Grab oh. a double play with the bases loaded. I'll take I, the RBI regardless. I got a I got an RBI the other night because of a bases loaded walk. I'll take that. Sure. I, I don't care how you serve it up, say uh, just get me a run driven in with both those plus money bets on the board let's get after it with another edition of the fade five number five all right numero cinco on the countdown today uh, i am going uh with a kind of an off the radar selection i've been uh, really zeroing in some of the first five inning matchups on the mlb slate tonight and i love this one i'm gonna take the braves and the mariners under four and a half runs through five innings. Uh, it's a standard juice, minus 110, available right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. We got a battle of the Bryces in this game. Bryce Elder uh, taking the mound for the ATL, and Bryce Miller, who has been a surprise sensation, tone of the rubber for Seattle. You look at what Elder has done this season 1.94 ERA, but to peel back the layers of the onion, he's got a 1.04 ERA. First time through the order and a 1.89 ERA second time through the order. So he's been a king of consistency uh, really early on in games. And you look at Bryce Miller, uh, Billy barely uh, been hit at all this year, uh, practically untouchable 0.47 microscopic number ERA with an outstanding 18 to 1 strikeout to walk split and his 19 innings pitch. Uh, yeah, Atlanta's number five and runs scored, uh, averaging 3.30 through the first five innings. But Seattle is number 19 in that category. So give it a high-level production out of the gate, first couple times through the order by both of these pitchers. And the fact that Seattle has struggled to play a bunch of guys early on in games. I mean, the ATL could be up 4-0 and we still win. So Lundy, fade or follow, Braves, Mariners, under four and a half total runs through the first five innings, minus 110 at DraftKings. I think you're onto something when you say it could be 4 nothing um Atlanta though. Uh I'm going to I'm going to follow on this one to stay under 4 and a half, but here's the thing. As much as we want to talk about that lovely, that sterling, that sparkling, just like a lovely uh princess cut engagement ring oh, uh, wow. of of Bryce Miller, um Brad, he's had three starts and one of them was against Oakland and the other was against Detroit. Um so while I'm not trying to take anything away from the rookie, he has looked good. He's got the strikeout to walk ratio that you just talked about. He's got a sub 0.5 ERA. I'm telling you, that's not going to last because of those three starts, one was against the Astros, but the other two were Oakland and Detroit, two of the worst teams in Major League Baseball. So I'm going to I'm going to hold back my overall praise uh, long term on Mr. Miller because he's about to face off with a murderer's row of a lineup against the Braves. If he can keep doing it against a lineup like the Braves, I might start to buy into the Rook for Seattle. But right now, I'm a little bit nervous about who he has faced so far. So I'm going to follow, but it has more to do with the fact that I don't think Seattle can score than it does necessarily a lot of faith in Miller. Uh, channel Greg and Maddox. Channel the big unit. Keep this number down. Prices. Number four. 
All right, new more Quattro on the countdown today. Uh, we're going to stick with the first five innings theme, and uh, Letty already touched on this. He loves the Rangers tonight. I think they're going to get a hot start out of the box in this contest against his Colorado Rockies. I'm going to take uh, Tejas, the Rangers, minus one and a half on the run line through the first five innings, meaning they're going to be up uh, by at least a couple of runs at the uh, termination of the bottom of the fifth. Uh, that occurs. It's plus 105. So you get that uh, nice juice there at BetMGM. Why am I high on this? Uh, well, you look at Martin Perez this season, who was taking the ball for the Texas Rangers. He is 6-1 and one, uh, on the money line through the first five innings on those wagers. Now, obviously, I'm baking in a little bit uh, of assistance here from the offense, but the Rangers have been an outstanding Offensive team early in games, number two in Major League Baseball and run scored per game through the first five innings, uh, averaging 3.56 runs per contest. Colorado, just number 19 uh, in that category, averaging 2.57 runs per game. Lundy, I have never heard of the guy who is uh, taking the ball for the Rockies tonight, so I have no idea who the hell that guy is. Uh, all I know is I am tailing the history and the success, the trend that Martin Perez has had, and the fact that Texas has often, uh, like the temperatures outside there in the Lone Star State, started off in Fuego in games. I think they get a sizable early lead and coast to an easy victory here. Again, Rangers minus one and a half on the run line. First five innings against the Colorado Pebbles, that's really what they are, plus 105 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow. Brad, Carl Kaufman will be on the bump for Who is that? Colorado Rockies. Brad, let me give you the only thing you need to know about Mr. Kaufman. So far here in 2023 for the Albuquerque Isotopes, <laughs> he has made eight starts, and eight is the magic number because that's nearly what his ERA is. Oh my he God. has a 7.78 ERA in eight appearances for the Isotopes, and the Rockies are like, yeah, sure, come on up. We'll put you on the bump down in Arlington. Have fun with Marcus Simeon. We'll see you later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I'm all about this. Look, it's why I put Texas into uh, the parlay that I did right off the top with the plus bus. Folks, light it up with the Rangers uh, tonight because I have a feeling that is what Texas is going to do to Mr. Kaufman. Oh, light him up indeed. And light up uh, the bank that is going to hit your roll with the Rangers. Number three. All right, new more trace on the Fave Five today. Let's go to the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, shall we? Way to go, Denver Nuggets. Up 2-0 so far, holding off the L.A. Lakers. Uh, you hit on north of a 3-1 to odds parlay last night. Uh, so do your boy on SGP in that game. Thankfully, Anthony Davis. Oh, it was sweaty. Uh, I was puckering up. I just needed 18 points out of him. Thank God he hit that three late in the game. Otherwise, I would not gotten that parlay to cash. But I feel this prop is going to cash in Celtics and Heat game numero dos. Uh, I think Jalen Brown's getting the over. 30 and a half points plus rebounds. Minus 110 there at BetMGM. He had 31, so you understand where the line is set. In game one, and you look at the regular season, 
He went over this number all three matchups against the Miami Heat. He had 51 in one game, 33 the other, and 32. It's all about the volume. He's averaging 18 attempts per game in the postseason, uh, netting 53.6% overall from the field. Now, he's only been over this number six times and 14 playoff games. Uh, but you look at Miami, really middle of the road, uh, or the Heat, and opponent rebounds per game and points per game here in the postseason, ranking numero ocho. That is number eight in each of those categories. So, Lundy, Jalen Brown, are you about to get down with him on the over 30.5 points plus rebounds? Minus 110 at BetMGM. It's a good stat combo for him because you pointed out the fact that he keeps hitting it. Um, you know, it... it He's been putting up great stat lines. Now, I'll give you an early one that was going to be in bonus time, and it's juice to high heaven, but take whatever the over is on his turnovers um, because <laughs> yeah. he does keep turning the ball over, folks. Um, and, in fact, if you the can find – Right now, it's uh, – most of the books have the number set at two and a half, and the over is way juiced up. Wow. Like, it's the sort of thing you probably would want in an SGP as opposed to by itself. But if your book happens to offer you the chance to take an alt turnover line – and take it up to three and a half to bring the juice down, do it. Um, because that has been part of his problem. So a little early bonus time there for you, whether you want to work it into an SGP or bet it by itself. It, it's the only blemish in his box score. He's been doing the the points and rebounds, as Brad was just talking about. I think this is a solid bet to take the over on the 30 and a half. But he's also been turning it over. Um, and, you know, look, that's part of Miami's MO. So I'm not surprised to see them stealing it, uh, you know, getting long arms in there, causing him some problems. Um, so take that as an early bonus time. But jump on this one. I think Brad's right. I, he may finish the game, Brad, closer to the mid-30s. I think he hits this and hits it comfortably. Uh, blemish of the box score? That is my life story. Number two. Uh, numero dos here on the Fade 5 podcast. Uh, sticking with the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, let's go with the ancient ones. Uh, the venerable Al Horford. And I'm taking the under. Yeah, I'm living in the land down under on rebounds. And that number set at six and a half minus 115 at Bet MGM. Yar! Shiver me timbers in me mateys. I think Captain Hook's going to come into play here. Uh, which uh, that uh, creatures uh, really emerge consistently on this prop for Al Horford this season. In game number one, he had exactly six half dozen rebounds. And in the three prior regular season matchups against a Heat, he also went six boards, six boards, and five rebounds. So he has been under in all four tilts against Miami this season. I uh, said the under just six times in the 14 postseason games. That's why I think uh, this uh, total is set at six and a half. And you look at Miami. Um, I already mentioned this. A uh, number eight, the Ocho. An opponent 44 exactly per contest here in the postseason. And not only that, too, but they're shooting a reasonable 46 percent from the floor so maybe not a whole lot of clangers maybe a lot of buckets from jimmy butler and if it is raining from outside again from Struz, from benson hell from caleb martin i still can't get over the fact that he had three threes in game one uh he's not gonna have a whole lot of rebounding opportunities so fade or follow my man again the elder statesman of the boston celtics al horford under six and a half boards 
Minus 115 at BetMGM. I don't do fantasy uh, NBA anymore, um, and it's been a long time since I have. Uh, but when I did, uh, this guy used to be on my roster. That's how freaking old he is. <laughs> um, Brad, I'm actually going to fade you on this one, and I have no logic behind it other than – it's a little bit of a TYG for me. We know that he beat this number um, in the semifinals uh, on a handful of occasions against the 76ers. Yes, he finished right at the hook uh, in uh, the first contest. I just, for whatever reason, I get the feeling there's going to be some sort of slop rebound that happens for him in the final four or five minutes of this game, and he manages to take the over. So this one I got to fade you on for no other reason than just a Friday TYG. Oh, have a towel or Kleenex ready. Woo! We're going to have to dabble the brow with Al Horford boards. Number one. All right, new Maruno on the fade five today. I just need one. One stinking block shot. That is all from Jimmy Butler because the light is set at a half. And I'm taking that over. A half a block shot. Plus 125. Yeah, work those shoulders and get seduced by the juice at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Jimmy uh, block shots instead of buckets. Uh, you know, you look at what he has done. He had zero in game number one. Now, he had six steals. He was a kleptomaniac in that first game, really uh, showing off the defensive skill set. Uh, but he has been over this in five of his last seven postseason games he was over in one matchup and under in the other against the Boston Celtics in the two games that he faced them in the regular season and you look at the C's overall in this playoff stretch uh, they have got up the sixth most opponent blocks per game at 5.3 it's a hustle stat and Jimmy Butler as usual is going to be all over the floor stuffing the stat sheet and stuffing somebody's junk into the seats because we're getting a block shot tonight. I'm taking that over. Plus 125 at DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow? I'm actually going to follow, but I'm going to fade at the exact same time. Here's what I'm going to do because I actually, before we got ready for the show, I actually had this written down to go into bonus time. His over-under for steals plus blocks sits uh, over at DraftKings at two and a half, but the over is plus 110. So Mm. I'm actually going to slide over. I'm going to play that one instead because I am giving up a little bit of juice. You've got plus 125. I've got plus 110, but I'm opening it up to both of the stat lines to give me a little bit of an extra chance to be able to hit that over. You talked about the swipes that he's had. He's done it numerous times here in the playoffs. So I'm actually, I like him for the block, but the bet that I like is actually to jump over and do the steals plus blocks at two and a half only because I'm getting it at plus 110. And I'm buying myself a little bit of that cushion that we talk about sometimes by popping both stat lines together in this one. So I do like this one. I happen to like mine a little bit better. Uh, just toss somebody shit, Jimmy. That's all I ask. Can you, you please do? do that? And speaking of tossing shit, that's exactly what we do in this section of the show. It's bonus time. Uh, Lundy, uh, reach to the nether regions. And uh, like a monkey, just throw it against the wall. What it? What do you like tonight? What am I? What nether regions? What am I? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> what the hell are you doing in this one that you're trying to tell me to be reaching into nether regions yeah. for stuff? Yeah. Go deep. Holy cow! Um, all right, let me uh, go to the baseball diamond, uh, shall we? Man, 
the stolen bases were so much fun in the first couple of weeks of the season. Uh, and then the books caught up uh, to us, uh, which is frustrating as hell because I was really enjoying all the plus odds that I was pulling in. You can still get this at plus odds, but Brad, it has come all the way down to even money at plus 100. This is insane, but it's all the way down to plus 100. And that is for Bobby Witt Jr. to have a stolen base for wow. Kansas City tonight against the White. Isn't that wild? Back at the That's beginning wild. of the season, you were pulling in these numbers at plus 300 or higher. We're yep. now down to even money. But Bobby Witt Jr. has 13 stolen bags on the season. And he's going up against a, uh, Kopech for the White Sox, who's given up nine this season. Nine times. Uh, nine so far this season. So plus money right there on Bobby Witt Jr. for a stolen base at plus 100. I'll also throw this one out there for you. I did not see the number, but if we assume that Bryson Stott is leading off as usual for the Philadelphia Phillies. I like him for a stolen base as well. So a couple of stolen bases in there for you. Um, part of the reason why, one, it's Marcus Stroman on the bump for the Cubs, who as good as he has been in terms of pitching, has allowed seven stolen bases to his opposing teams so far in this season. So a pretty solid number there in terms of what he's given up on the base paths. And lifetime, it's not a big sample size, but lifetime, Stott is two for three against uh, Stroman. So he's shown the ability to get on base. And if he does, I think he'll swipe a bag. So I like Bobby Witt Jr. for Kansas City. I like Bryson Stott for Philly. Again, assuming Stott is leading off, which is where he should be in the lineup for them. Um, let's go over to the uh, Western Conference Finals of the National Hockey League, shall we? Uh, I'm pretty sure that Florida and Carolina are still playing right now, um, given the fact that they nearly made it to a fifth overtime last night. Oh, my goodness. Sixth longest game in NHL history. Forget the postseason. In NHL history, the sixth longest game uh, played last night. Congratulations to Florida for winning that, even though you screwed my parlay. Um, so for Vegas and Dallas tonight in game one, a couple things um, that I like. Give me um, the opportunity for Rupe Hints to have an anytime goal. He's sitting at plus 190. I think goals could be at a premium tonight, although I'm staying away from the money line. I'm staying away from the total because I think it's a little bit unpredictable. As good as Vegas looked uh, in the matchup that they had against Edmonton, I I'm a little concerned that it could still be a false front because Vegas has struggled with their goaltending all season long. But on Dallas's side, Rupe Hintz has 19 points in the postseason, including nine goals. So I'll take him at the plus odds at the plus 190 there. You can also take him on his shots prop if you want to on the over on that one. And then on Vegas's side, give me Mark Stone to wind up with an assist for this evening. You can get that one at plus 120. He's second on the team in the postseason in assists. He's got seven. Jack Eichel leads the team overall with eight. But give me Stoney to be able to get an assist in this one tonight. Really like that one at a plus 120 odds there. A couple other uh, shots on goal. Keep an eye on Joe Pavelski. His number's way down. It's at like two and a half. And there's part of the reason why is because he's not necessarily known for taking a lot of shots. But I do believe they're going to try to test Vegas from a goaltending standpoint as much as possible. Possible. So you can actually grab the over on two and a half shots for him at plus odds. It's probably a half unit play for me because I do think that there's a question mark there, but I love the fact that it's at plus odds, so I don't mind doing it on the half unit. And then I'm going to sprinkle this one in just because that plus 390 hit for us last night between the Nuggets and the Lakers. In the last uh, 10 times that the Vegas Golden Knights and Dallas Stars have played, Six of them have gone to overtime. Six of the wow. ten, 
have gone to overtime, including two of the three times that they played this season. It's plus 310 for them to be tied at the end of regulation. So I'm sprinkling a bet on that one just to see if the trend continues. Maybe not the four overtime that we saw last night in the Eastern Conference Finals, but I think it's highly likely that these two teams need an extra frame to make it uh, to the uh, game two. So at plus 310, I'll play that one. As always, yield the floor to the gentleman from Illinois. All right, let's uh, go ahead and uh, blast out of the gate here uh, with the Team Huevos Parlay Play of the Day. Uh, Lundy's all about uh, fading the Oakland Fs uh, because you always fade the Oakland Fs. Uh, they're taking out Houston. So on this parlay play, give me the Houston uh, on the money line. You look at uh, what they have done straight up on the run line. The A's have even failed to cover there in eight of their last 10 games. I don't even need the the one and a half involved. I just need Houston to win this thing straight up. So we got some protection built in. Give me Houston to score at least three runs, which they should be able to do with relative ease against uh, Ken Waldachuk. Uh, you look at the Astros. They're uh, got a 55-point higher OPS against the lefties this season. That's exactly who Waldachuk is. Give me Jordan Alvarez to get an RBI. Uh, I think he's could have multiple honestly in this game he's a guy that's hitting 300 this season with 15 ribbies against left-handed pitchers and then again Mauricio Dubon uh the premier table setter for Houston uh top of the order there just to get a hit and he does that uh very consistently on the season and you look at Waldachuk a seven plus ERA uh a hard hit rate approaching 40 percent sweet spot rate that's out of control he stinks so, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, mi amigos, plus 260 at DraftKings on that four-leg Team Huevos parlay play of the day. Oh, but wait, there's more Team Huevos. Uh, we got the Eastern Conference parlay play, numero dos of the day here. Uh, I'm not going to give any reasoning. I'm just going to read off what I wrote because there's a lot of legs. This is like Calvin Ridley territory here. Quite scary. I hit a seven-legger last night. I reduced it by a leg tonight. And you see the juice there, plus 240 at BetMGM. Miami on the alt line, plus 15 to half. I think they'll keep this reasonably close against Boston here in game number two. Jimmy Buck has to get at least 20 points. Bam and a bio for two or more assists. Sneaky good stat. He has been good in here of late. Malcolm Brogdon, who's been making it rain this entire postseason. I just need a three. And then Jalen Brown, 25-plus points and rebounds. Uh, again, I like the over at 30-and-a-half on the standard line. And then Marcus Smart, I, I don't know if he's going to do this like in the first quarter, similar we did in game one, but I like him for four or more dimes. So all six of those legs, I can't count that high in Spanish, plus 240 at BetMGM. All right, got a couple more baseball plays on the board for you. Uh, play numero uno. Uh, let's go to that Arizona matchup on the road there in the Steel City ticket on Pittsburgh. Uh, give me on this SGP, Zach Allen, six or more strikeouts, Dominic Fletcher to get just a hit, and Arizona, two or more runs. That is plus 110 at DraftKings. Look at Gallon. Uh, he's got over uh, the six strikeout mark in seven straight games, one of the highest swinging strike percentages in all of Major League Baseball. And Pittsburgh, guys, in the month of May, number one in highest K rate in Major League Baseball. Uh, Dominic Fletcher just murders right-handed pitching. Uh, the lefty swinger is 17 for 38 
this year against righties, who Johan Oviedo is uh, for the Pirates. And by the way, Oviedo, the season against left-handed hitters, he's given up a 305 batting average. So he's been used, he's been abused by left-handed hitters. I think Fletcher gets a hit tonight. And then Arizona scoring two or more runs. Uh, guys, they've only done this in 30 straight games. 3-0. That is correct. 30 straight games. They scored at least two runs or more. They have the ninth highest run total here in the month of May. So to recap, Gallon six or more Ks. Dominic Fletcher to get just a hit. And Arizona to score at least two runs. And the fact they're getting that plus money, that is a gift. From the Gambling Gods, plus 110 there at DraftKings Sportsbook. And last, and certainly not least, mount up, Ryan Mountcastle. Uh, I think he gets uh, over one and a half total bags. Uh, it's a minus money, and usually uh, this prop is like, you know, plus 105, plus 110, plus 115 and upward. But it's minus 110 at MGM. Uh, but there's a good reason for it. He's taking on Toronto Blue Jays, and you say Kikuchi. Uh, and he's going to lay a couple of smoochies on that Kikuchi. Uh, four for nine lifetime. And all four of those hits against Kikuchi have gone for extra base hits. Three of them have gone for home runs. So he's got a spectacular 2,101. That's obscene OPS uh, versus Kikuchi. He's also given up 11.1 barrel percentage uh, to the opposition. Mountcastle has uh, knocked uh, at least a couple of total bags. Eight times here in the month of May, and is batting 333 against left-handed pitchers. Go ahead, Lundy. Oh, no, I had him on my list. I knew we were running short on time. Let me throw one more total base out there for you. Give me Xander Bogarts to go over one and a half total bases as well. 300 lifetime average um, against um, uh, against Paxton for uh, the Red Sox, including three home runs and two doubles. Ooh, very nice. I like that play quite a bit. I'll add it to the list. And we are out of time here on the Fade 5 Podcast. Please drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this show. Also, Fade or follow us on the Twitter uh, at Nate Lundy. Uh, follow his work at his free spreadsheet picks. I do the same damn thing at Noisy Huevos for the incomparable Nate Lundy. I am Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.